to try real hard to get this out, what I feel God is showing me. But whenever God opened up uh, faith to the Gentiles, then God is a God of order. So he showed with Israel, the nation, how things are set in place. One of the first things is that God had judges, but the people wanted a king just like the Gentiles had. So he allowed it. Um, but also within the nation, you had the Levites, you had Issachar, you had other tribes, namely Judah. And I found it so fascinating that when God set aside a remnant, it wasn't the Levites. He set aside the warriors, the tribe of Judah, to do what must be fulfilled to bring in Jesus Christ, by whom all nations will be saved. So whenever you're talking about nations, I was reading in Matthew when Jesus is speaking and he's talking about how when he comes back in glory with the angels and he takes his rightful seat on the throne because he is king. And in the end, it will show who is the rightful king of the earth. But right now he's allowing the, the nations to do and be, and we all know that America right now is seated as Babylonia or in the stead, they are the rulers. And in the end, when he comes back and he brings together all nations and separates them, the main thing is going to be, when I was hungry, did you feed me? Um, America right now, the hungry people Although you do have cities and states and places and regions that do care about their hungry, the hungers. But he said, he said that he is the people that we didn't feed. He will be the people that were thirsty and we didn't give drink. He is the one when they sat in prison and no one visited them. Also, when he's talking to his order, which was first Israel, the nation that he set up, he governed, he showed how a nation is to be governed, a nation is to be ruled. One of his odds against them was that they oppressed the poor. Also that they served B-A-A-L, Baal. And Baal was sexual immorality. And he told them how you're going to jump in bed with Baal and then try to be with me the next moment. But even still, he kept saying, return to me, return to me, and I'll give you pastors. So right now, the state of the church is in a decline, but the state of the people is in a decline. So when God showed, he set up a nation, and he showed how a nation would be ran. And the king, whenever the king was decreeing right, God stayed his hand. He's going to give them opportunity. Okay, the king is hearing me. And also, when the king wasn't doing right, you had prophets that were still tearing down and speaking, thus saith the Lord. So whenever you had Jezebel's run, 
and you're the time of Jezebel, the prophets were still prophets and they still spoke and they still said, thus saith the Lord. But right now we have a nation that's in decline. We have a nation that will not hear. We have a nation that faced 9-11 and did not repent. We have a nation that just like when it, Israel, bit by bit, was being taken into captivity, who will listen? Who will listen? They don't want to listen? Okay, they went in and they took Dan. They went in and they took Naphtali. They went in and they took. They left Judah, and Judah repented, and they decided, hey, let's bring back the important stuff. Get the people together that know how to get together the feast that we're supposed to be having. And they began to hearken, but only for a short while. And before long, Judah was carried away into captivity. So God had all that cleaned up. And whenever it was time, he took out the polluted things and sent back the people that had a mind to work because they had to get things done according to God's word because we still had not seen Jesus Christ show up. So everything had to be set up for God's movement. So God, when he allowed people to go back, he sent back those who weren't polluted and people that had a mind to work. So whenever God starts shaking things, and understand even whenever God did shake up things for the people of Israel, they didn't repent as a whole, as a nation, they still didn't want to repent. Even as they were being carried away into captivity, they still didn't want to repent. So whenever United States started off and they said, in God we trust, they were doing great. Now I was supposed to look up the history of America to show the rise and the fall. So I researched the history of America, just trying to pinpoint key things to see if I could grasp understanding. But the British colonies, about 2.5 million um, colonized the Atlantic coast. In 1783, almost 300 years later, the borders were established. Washington was the first president. So I went to go look at all the presidents. I was shocked that Abraham Lincoln was the first president that I saw that wasn't either Unitarian or um, Presbyterian, um, some type of Protestant. He actually had no affiliation or no confession whatsoever of um, his religion or his God. And we all, okay. And then whenever I got down to, down to James Garfield, I got a little excited. Okay, James Garfield. Now somebody tried to assassinate James Garfield but they were unsuccessful. But then I went on, I studied, um, the main thing is gonna come down to when you research the Supreme Court. The Supreme Court is the one who enacts laws. And by, by 2010, the Supreme Court was entirely non-Protestant. Wow, guys, that's major. So I noticed that in 1921, the American Birth Control League was founded um, we had the Wall Street crash in 1929, which was eight years later, seven to eight years later. And by 1930, America was leading in abortions, 800,000 a year. By 1941, we had Pearl Harbor and World War II. And, um, English settlement, the Dutch came. I noticed that uh, the British came, the English came, the Dutch came, the Swedish came, the French came. And I think that's pretty much all my 
facts, but I do know that as far as divorce, I put that statistic down. Um, divorce, British expanded America, took a nature of people for 20th century, Wall Street crash. There's somewhere I wrote down about divorce, but divorce became rampant in America right before we had all these women's movements and um, abortion movements, things of that nature. Forgive me. I didn't write it down, but um, forgive me. Um, I remember a day and time where abortion, I mean, forgive me, divorce was not legal in America unless it was because one party was being um, cheating or something of that nature. But then they implemented acts where you can have uncontested and no-fault divorces. So of divorce, we became the leader of divorce. So um, as far as a nation that said one nation under God um, and we began to take his commandments even out of the law building. So that took me back to the time whenever you had, I do believe it was Israel, and you had the reformers. The, the, the word or the book was lost in the house. So whenever we began to pull out things that represented God, we began to hide those things. Then we became a lot like the nation of Israel. And I believe whatever the ladies of God were saying for 70 years, they didn't practice, they didn't bring out the word, they didn't do any of these things. I do also remembering, remember in the settling of America that they had great awakenings, which were religious movements. And if we ever needed a great awakening, we really need a great awakening right now because the church is vital. But if you look at the system that God designed for a nation, you use Israel as your blueprint of how God's people are set up then of course, you know, you have leadership, you have authorities, you have the people, and you also have the prophets. You always have the prophets. The prophets have to stand up when everybody else is sitting down. Whenever it was time to tear down the things that the nation was doing, the prophets showed up on the scene. The prophets came in when the nation was running amok. So the church is vital, and the Levites were vital, but the Levites were servants unto the people, and right now the people are asleep and the people are lost. And so you have prophets standing up, and they're saying, Thus saith the Lord. So when reform came, it was to the nation that they were crying out to. It was to the people, get back to, get back to. That's why I think it was King Josiah, when he got in, they were able to get some things done. And when certain kings were implemented, Cyrus, they were able to get things done. Men who God put in position so that the works of God could be done. Also, I remember thinking about how Egypt, whenever they listened to Joseph, who was a man of God, then Egypt prospered. But right now, America is coming down. We are horrible at um, education. And um, when you develop things, we're always looking to other countries who are developing things much faster. America is under attack. And I also think America is definitely divided and, and besieged because a lot of people sitting in office 
right now are running after money. They're not even the British colonies that once colonized America. Those things are coming down. The walls are coming down. The walls are coming down. And um, we're going to see a lot of changes because we have a people that rather than repent, whenever a plague comes, rather than run into God, they're running into scientists and they're running into the security of medicines and nobody is running to God. And so that's going to be a problem. Uh, one of the main covenants is you will have no other gods before me. So whenever you choose to be um, bastards and walk away from God as a nation, then he will no longer fight for you. He will actually allow those things that you serve to begin to destroy you. And God is so wonderful that even whenever Israel, he said, even still, now that you've been carried away into captivity, Judah, whoever's left, if you cry out to me, I'll send you pastors and I will cover you. So sometimes, though, he has to leave a remnant because certain things haven't been fulfilled and he needs certain works to be done. So whenever he sends the remnant to have things done, then that's what he'll do. But whenever you had people like Jezebel running the scene and you had people who were running things like a Supreme Court full of non-Protestants, he had to send his prophets. He had to send his prophets. He had to send his prophets because the nation is in disarray. The nation is in peril. And it is time for the prophets to stand up and speak to the nation. Jeremiah was a prophet to the nations, plural. But you had prophets speak to the nation. One thing that struck me before I read my closing what it's, uh, was it said, one nation under God indivisible? Well, now we know America is extremely divided because we are no longer a nation under God. And so that, that all came together. And a house divided, it says a house divided will not stand. And a nation divided, we're just going to have to see what, what happens. But the nation was also divided when God separated Judah and those who wanted to do... Um, God's service or those who were going to be of use for God's service. No, normally the key thing, the key element to something being preserved is its purpose and use for God. But you do have a people that uh, were once afar off that God allowed to be a people under him, a people who would keep his commandments. And they stayed, started off great, and they were a great nation. And you're beginning to see the decline, but if you go back and you take a look, you're going to see a decline in humanity. You're going to see a decline that came because people did not want to keep God's word at the forefront of their mind. They did not want to keep the things he told them to keep at the forefront of their mind. At that point, then you're going to have the <clears throat> people of God that are able to minister to them because the people are wanting to do a service unto the Lord. And that's where the ministers are, are going to be so um, vital because you have a people that are turning to God and they're going to be needed for the service of the people. 